Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, show we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time as we are talking the last week of the National Football League regular season. Uh, joining me today is Craig Neal. How's it going, Craig? Great, thank you. All right, good to have you. And once again, rounding out our trifecta is Bill Needles. How's it going, Bill? Just swell, thank you, sir. All right, so kind of a, a week that it's not our favorite. I mean, sometimes the... the Last few years have been not so bad, but I'd say that this one uh, is a, is an old school throwback to the days when uh, Week 17 was uh, not so great for for us, especially gambling wise, because uh, not too many games. I mean, the the NFL figured out a little bit of a formula; it just hasn't worked out this year the way it's gone down. And and that formula tended to be, uh, hey, why don't we just have all the division games happen in Week 17? Yep. And that, uh, that, that which is smart by them, but it then was, just, yeah. they, they got burned anyway. Yeah, it just happened this year. But, I mean, ever since they did that, like, two or three years ago, I'd say the Week 17 matchups have been pretty good, which, <laughs> you know, and I'm pretty sure the driving force behind that was fantasy because people hated that, you know, fantasy football was... was... Yeah, no, I would say that the vast majority of leagues still don't play this week, and for good reason. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's... Uh, it's, that, that. Well, here's the other thing, though. I think that uh, the league wants, like... You know, they get their win and in Sunday night game. It just happens mm-hmm. to be two franchises that, like, you know, they, the last few years they've been lucky enough that their win and in Sunday night games involve the Dallas Cowboys in some way, shape, or form. So it's like a ratings barn burner. Mm-hmm. This year, the Cowboys are already in, much to some people's chagrin. Uh, <laughs> Present stu- company excluded. <laughs> stupid, stupid loss of a bet. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's just uh, unlucky for them, but they've, they've, they've organized this properly. Yeah. Um... Yeah, very unlucky. So what do you say we just get right into it? Let's do it. Um, week 17, first matchup, 1 o'clock games. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are headed to Buffalo. Buffalo minus 4.5, Bill. Buffalo? <laughs> I mean, Miami, maybe. Not the most exciting football game anyone's ever going to see. No. Uh, but I do think Buffalo has a, a good defense, and Miami does not have a good anything. I guess the club scene is good there, but that's, that's about it. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go with Buffalo on this one. Yeah. I I, I can't conjure up a side to, to, to bet on in this one. Uh, can you make a case either way, Craig? Well, here's the case I'll make about this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scott Hansen. Oh my goodness! So early. So early. <laughs> Do not show this game. Yeah. Um. I don't know. What? What? I, well, yeah, like, this game is so irrelevant. These teams are so meaningless. Yeah. Um. Like, I, I guess the Bills. I'll take like you know, take the home Bills side. They they've at least looked like they're still keeping things together the last few weeks. Miami uh, looked like they essentially quit against the Vikings. So uh, yeah, no, I will. Uh, yeah. I'll take. And we talked a little bit briefly, like we weren't adamant about it, but I, I, I did make it a point on the last podcast during that horrible Jacksonville-Miami segment that we had um, to say that, hey, Miami's probably the bet here because they've at least, you know, given a bleep at home, and then lo and behold, they go out and they lose to Jacksonville of all teams by 10. So, they lost uh, to Cody Kessler by yeah, 10 points. So yeah. that's good. great job, everybody. So, yeah, I, I think if you're one of those compulsive types, you just has to gamble. I, I don't know. Buffalo, I guess. Um, next up, two teams who know how to pick head coaches. Uh, the Detroit Lions are heading to Green Bay to take on the Packers. I've never been happier for a potential just going into Lambo and just getting obliterated because the only thing that can hurt the Detroit Lions this week would be to actually go into Lambo and win a freaking game because <laughs> right now, like, they got a shot. It looks like they're going to sit. A loss will get them between three and five. Like, three, for God's Ooh. sake, if that were to happen. But, you know, a win could fall, could have them fall anywhere between, like, five and ten, right? So... Uh, just as of right now, they're yeah. sitting in uh, with the seventh spot. Yeah. Um, here's the, the to me the, the the best Lions news of the week was the report that the Green Bay Packers are going to interview Jim Caldwell to be well, their next head coach. Yeah, well, here's the <laughs> well, well, like if you're Aaron Rodgers, like yeah. why? What, what what do you do when you read that? You're like, what? Well, <laughs> like, how, how do you feel about it? 
I th- I thought my initial response was the exact same one you had, which was to laugh wholeheartedly and like right from the ab or from the from the diaphragm, right? About how how hilariously bad this was, and then I thought about <sighs> it for a second, and I was like, well, you know, Jim Caldwell wasn't awful in Detroit. He was certainly better than anything Matt Patricia has given us this year. And uh, Jim Caldwell's best days were under Peyton Manning. When Caldwell could kind of just he was he was the assistant coach and Peyton yeah, Manning was the head coach exactly. of the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, when he could kind of just <laughs> focus in on the defense and let his all-star quarterback just kind of run and do whatever he wanted with yeah. the offense. And then I thought to myself, Oh no, oh no! <laughs> like, with, with yeah, that's, so a little bit. That's, so that's not unfair. Yeah, so there's that. So I think like uh, you know there there would be that plus like the Jim Caldwell revenge game. Like and just my God, like. Although that was pretty funny. I, ultimately, I don't think it'll lead to Super Bowls or anything, but I, I don't think we should be as quick to dismiss Jim Caldwell, head coach of the Green Bay Packers, as 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 on paper as it would look. But, like, Jesus Christ, what the hell the Lions got going on? Like, there's reports now of, of apparently friggin' Patricia just has been showing up late to practices and team meetings and stuff, and it's like... Oh, good! Like, That's what you want out of your first-year yeah, exactly. head coach. What the fuck are we going... And, like, he's been, like, trying to be uh, Belichick, you know, by, like, fucking with the media and stuff and being like, hey, sit up straight when I'm talking to you and stuff like that, yeah. and it's just like... That shtick only works when you have, like, several Super Bowl rings. Yeah, or if you just win. Win, yeah, win yeah. football yeah. games. Win, win more games than you lose. Let's yeah, start there. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm still I'm still convinced that 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 Belichick fucking sandbagged that Sunday night game to, to make Patricia look good because I that, that just remains a, one of the I, that is year. just like the, it it looks as though depending on how this week goes mm-hmm. those losses to the former Belichick coaches mm-hmm. uh, if he had reversed one of those. The Patrick Mahomes and friends are becoming to Foxborough as opposed to him going to Kansas City. So I, I like that's that's one hell of a sacrifice to make for friends. You know what I'm yeah. saying. Well, like I've been saying this time, I think Belichick is just doing things just to handicap himself. For he was like, of course I can be Patrick Mahomes if he comes to Foxborough. Where's the fun in that, right? Like, um, God, I mean, I I don't know. I it's just bad. It's bad in Detroit. They've got to fire at the very least. They've got to fire Jim Bob Cooter and bring in a new offensive coordinator. Matt Stafford hasn't thrown for over 300 yards since October, and he's at the tail end of his prime. Like he's still got a, like a good two three years left, right, with Matt Stafford before we we got to start thinking about shifting gears, right? Probably, I think probably like, more than that, but you, you obviously they have not maximized that. No, and, and by any stretch. Yeah, and it's going and Kenny Galladay is is probably should be a pro bowler, but uh, god dang it, it's been it's been abysmal. Lions down to 30th in DVOA by yeah. the way. And deservedly, they've been they've been absolutely atrocious. They're behind the behind the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, just the off the offense being terrible is there's there's no excuses for that. Like just yeah. absolutely no excuses. They have enough talent on yeah. offense. They're, they're 25th in offensive DVOA, which when you have Matt Stafford, that makes no sense. Yeah, when you have Matt Stafford, when you have the emergence of Kenny Galladay, and the running backs were have been so much better than they have been in the past five years. Now, albeit the guys that were performing in the early part of the season are now hurt, but still, it's it's not been great. It's it's bad, and they need to lose this game so they can get a higher draft pick. Um, Green Bay's minus eight. Any interest in this, uh, Bill? Um. Lions, give me the Lions. Uh, I don't know. The Packers look like they, at least in that game against the Jets, it looked like they mm-hmm. still gave a shit. They didn't play all that well no. until the very end, but it looked like they still gave a shit. I'm, I think I would take Green Bay, but uh, this is not a game I'd want to bet money. Like I have a really hard time betting money in these games when it means nothing to either side yeah. because you just don't know who's showing up. The games where it means something to one side but not the other, like we'll talk about Cleveland-Baltimore later, mm-hmm. I have every, every belief that the Browns are going into that game like it's their Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I do not have that feeling about this game for either side. Yeah, the Green Bay, I, I just, I think, I mean, the adages would tell you take the eight here because it's a little bit high. But, I mean, Detroit just hasn't shown any. Green Bay hasn't been good either, but ever since they got rid of McCarthy, they've been doing the whole, like, should have fired him weeks ago and we'd have been doing better uh, thing. And Joe Philbin is, is obviously Try, attempting to put on a show here too, right? So because like Aaron Rodgers is going to be out there for this game again, stupidly, and that Green Bay win. That now this... apparently that was Rodgers' call, not the Packers. Now Fair. that doesn't necessarily excuse the Packers, but yeah. apparently like Rodgers wanted to be out there. So yeah, like I even so, because like not only did did you risk Aaron Rodgers getting hurt, but you also played yourself out of a very high draft pick with, with that yes, W. Yes, you, you Bay... did. 
and Green Bay is going to go out there and win again. And instead of being in picking between like what, like four and seven, they're probably going to win this game against Detroit and be picking like 14th. Yeah. And for, for what reason? I don't know. Um, yeah. Stay away from me leaning towards Green Bay though. Cause I think they're going to, it's going to be an old fashioned Lambo beat down of the Detroit lions. So uh, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, Jacksonville. Heading to Houston, Houston laying six and a half after a tough but hard-fought loss to the Nick Foles's, who just you, you just can't beat Nick Foles' magic, you guys. It's it's impossible. Uh, Houston minus six and a half. Not at the home. end of the year. <laughs> no, uh, after, yeah, after September 12, is fine. Yeah, after yeah. week twelve is Nick Foles' time, you guys. Uh, minus six and a half, Craig for Houston. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I give me the Texans. I think that the Texans were uh, more than a little bit unlucky to not win this past week. The Texans uh, at least want to make the Patriots work to mm-hmm. get that by. I think that the Texans will Texans will cover the spread. Yeah, um, they are at least guaranteed the three seed, I believe, and right. can get the two seed if they yes. win and the Patriots lose. If memory serves me correct. Correct. All those things are correct. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of the New England Patriots, uh, after all this, their terrible road performances, they're not looking so great. Tom Brady not being able to throw the ball out of bounds and his crazy voodoo that he's doing right now is is, is not helping his body age. Or not stopping his body from aging, is, 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 is <laughs> I guess, is what, he's, is what his yeah. goal is. Um, all that said and done here we are week 17 the new england patriots are still probably going to have a bye week my god in heaven yeah i know um new england minus 13 and a half jets coming into town how do you feel bill division game makes me really want to take the jets Mm -hmm. uh and i think i still will give me those points i don't think new england's played well enough this year to warrant 13 against anyone yeah, and then, uh, last week, if you were fortunate enough to bet on the Bills, as Craig and I were, uh, one of the glorious <laughs> backdoor covers of all time. It occurred, was a pretty good one. Yeah, like, occurred in that in that game. Um, I don't see why the Jets couldn't pull off the exact same thing because the Jets, weirdly, are better than than Buffalo. But uh, yeah, I, I think you got to take the points. I would I would love it if we were getting a full fourteen, but thirteen and a half is fine. I took just thirteen with uh, Buffalo last week, so. I'll probably take 13 with the Jets again. What do you think, Craig? I uh, know I very much like the Jets here. I very much like the Jets here. I don't think the Jets are going to win this game, but uh, uh, I'm not really thinking that New England's going to win by two touchdowns. Either. This might be another situation where you are the Patriots and you look up at halftime and you see Texans 21, Jaguars nothing, and think to yourself, you know what, forget it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd rather... Like obviously that 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 particular knife cuts both ways, mm-hmm. as far as what Houston might be doing and as far as what the Patriots might be doing. But the Patriots have been in this situation before. The Patriots have an older team; they're more likely to say we're getting our guys out of there. And I think the Jets are more likely to be the team that plays with a little bit of pride and tries to actually get this win as opposed to the Jaguars. So I definitely want the Jets here, just because you might have a situation where you know you're not betting against Tom Brady in the second half. So yeah, give me the Jets. Yeah, I agree. Next up, Carolina heads to New Orleans. New Orleans laying seven and a half. Does New Orleans have any reason to? I mean, they're obviously. What, what is their reason for laying seven and a half in this one, Craig? Can they lose uh, the, the buy? Pa- or no, they, they no, they can't lose anything. The New Orleans Saints will be the number one seed in the NFC regardless of what happens in this football game. I have no idea why. Like, I, honestly, to me, it's seven and a half because for two reasons. One, mm-hmm. Vegas trusts Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater. Two. Uh, the Panthers are playing their third string quarterback. Yeah, I was gonna say like, that's it, it. Yeah, just that just has to be it. So, given that said, I'll just have this as an old fashioned stay away because you don't know what you're gonna get from either side or who's gonna be playing. Uh, what do you think, Bill? Yeah, I don't really want to go anywhere near this, but probably New Orleans if I had to. Yes. Hmm. I mean, Bridgewater. I'm gonna taking be, the Saints. Yeah, Bridgewater's going to be auditioning for a job in this game, is he not? Yep. No, Teddy Bridgewater is playing this game thinking to himself, if I am good, I might have a chance to be a starter somewhere in the NFL next season. Uh, I will take, I will absolutely take the New Orleans Saints. And again, you're not betting against Cam Newton. You're betting against uh, whatever his name, Allen, on the other side. It's not even Taylor Heineke, their backup. It's their third string quarterback. Yeah, it's not good. 
It has not been great. Uh, next up, the Dallas Cowboys are heading to New York to take on the Nye Giants, and the Giants are laying six. Uh, Dallas, I believe, is locked into their position, so yes. we don't Cowboys know. can't move up or down. So the Cowboys will likely be resting all of their starters, hence why a terrible team like the Giants is favored by six. Um, is this Eli's last game starting as a New York Giant, Craig? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I... Hope you're right. The New York fan base and media and whatnot seems to be generally, genuinely, in English, split by this in terms of you've got the guys who are like the legacy guys of he won us two Super Bowls, we can't get rid of him till he wants to leave, and then the uh, more rational folk who I believe say, hey, we've got the number one and probably number two uh, biggest offensive weapons in the entire league on our roster. We should probably not be wasting Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley on an aging Eli Manning who just, quite frankly, can't get the ball down the field anymore. Is that yeah. not depend on, though, who they have to replace him? Like, are, are they going to go out and get Case Keenum? Like, uh, uh, have- I, I think that they might, like, I think they might, like, ownership wanted to draft a quarterback mm-hmm. last year. Gettleman convince him, no, we got to take this kid, Barkley. He's a star. And yeah. sure, uh, I don't think we're going to see Gettleman be able to convince ownership of that this time around with a top 10 pick. They're taking Is there court. enough game-ready QBs in the top 10, though? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Can Dwayne Haskins start for an NFL team next season? I'm not sure. Like, maybe and, you want a season with Eli while he's back up. Yeah, yeah maybe. Could Drew Locke start? Will Greer? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, yeah, I think mentioned Teddy Drew Bridgewater, Locke, right? Like what if Teddy Bridgewater? Sure, maybe was... maybe that's maybe he's the guy. Yeah, like I maybe I would he's take the a guy. shot. I like I like your idea, Bill. Of now maybe you don't want to have Eli as backup because if Teddy Bridgewater starts a little slow, you'd be like you know you'd get the New York media going start Eli again, put him in there. Yeah. But but I I I am on like for whatever reason I'm I'm on board with with Eli kind of mentoring Teddy Bridgewater, but Bridgewater starting and like Eli's the backup. All I all uh, him and Kurt Warner back in the day right where it's yeah. just like yeah like that way if they're having a season and say god forbid teddy bridgewater got hurt yet again they'd at least be able to be like well we've got the veteran who's you know got plenty of rest I, but yeah. uh i just they've i feel like they've got to move away from eli they can't waste and they can't waste another season of odell and, now, and saquon on the eli. could you say that they're also wasting a season of those guys because of horrid offensive line play True. no one get no running back gets hit in the backfield more often than saquon barkley does True, I yeah, I can't. So argue. there's there there's that element too. Yeah, there's I mean yeah, there's there's an explanation for a lot of there's there's a lot of contributing factors. That's that's absolutely for certain. Uh, but uh, I I just think a little bit better because like Eli's pocket awareness and his bit his uh ability to get the ball out and whatnot is is clearly compromised. The advanced stats say so, and and it's just. Yeah, but uh, you know some of the again so that some of that has to do with the offensive line not being able to move the pocket, but uh, or protect him in the pocket. But I uh, yeah, I think the move would be to try to sign someone like Teddy Bridgewater and then invest in the offensive line in the draft. If I'm running the Giants, what about Joe Flacco? I'm well, with, with, like yeah. with, within a certain amount of dollars. Like the yeah. the big problem. The, the Joe Flacco experience for the Ravens lately has been Joe Flacco's making an insane amount of money. Mm-hmm. He's going to be free agent in the end of the season. What if Joe Flacco's starting quarterback for the New York Giants next year? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed. I, I'm, I'm not as big a Flacco hater as, as a lot of the people out there are. And uh, but the, the biggest reason to hate on Flacco has been he got hot at the absolutely best time that he possibly could true. for himself, not for me, but yeah, for himself. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> um. And Bulls and Wentz. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. And because of this, he parlayed that into a massive contract that he was never, ever, ever going to live up to. Yeah. That's the reason I hate Joe Flacco. But if, if Joe Flacco is making an average salary for an NFL starting quarterback next season, it's perfectly fine off. Yeah. And are Flacco's... Sorry. No, I was just going to say, Flacco's been the all-time great like pass interference quarterback of all time. And if you have <laughs> Odell Beckham on your team, right? <laughs> like, yeah. There's that. So hey, go ahead, Bill. I'm just wondering if Foles and Wentz, uh, if either of their contracts are running up this year, are they? Wentz has sure a four years on his deal. Foles, I believe, is a free agent at the end of the season. Foles yeah. has got to go somewhere, doesn't he? He yeah. can start. 
probably at least eight teams this Nick year. Nick Foles is probably one of the 20 best quarterbacks in the NFL. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and shoot my shot right now on this podcast, and I'm going to say that Nick Foles is the starting quarterback for a NFL football team next year. I yeah. don't. I don't know who or where. It could be Philadelphia. Who knows? Uh, but uh, it, the it would, Eagles yeah. do have an option on Foles for next year mm-hmm. at a guaranteed twenty million dollars. So, like, even if you think Nick Foles is great, mm-hmm. yeah, the Eagles aren't picking that option. No, up. that's that's pretty pretty pricey. Like, like I yeah. could see Nick Foles, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, right? Yeah, that's that's as good a spot as any. Yeah. Um, now, as for the actual Giants minus six, any any thoughts on that, uh, Bill? Wow, it's a team that just got shut out by the Colts, was it? Uh, what did the Giants do? I think they won. Didn't they beat the No, Rams? Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, uh, you know they they uh, they choked against the Colts. The Giants did. They were they were up most of that game and then ended up losing late, twenty eight twenty seven, and. Dallas, what did they do last week? Dallas. I think, didn't they get shut out? No, they beat Tampa Bay by a score, 27-20. But it wasn't that close. I think Tampa oh, had a late score. Oh, it was two weeks score. ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I got to go with the Giants here, and I hate to say it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, if they're not playing for anything, there's no reason to get risky. Um, maybe the, the Giants get one at home just to get, get one in front of the home crowd. I'll go with the Giants, but no, I'm not passionate. I, I like your... Thought process, your 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 logic is sound. I'm just gonna go ahead and say I wouldn't trust the Giants with minus six against the CFL team right now. Uh, what do you think? Fair. Depends on which team. Like Calgary, no way. But yeah. like Montreal, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> uh, anything to add to the minus six, Craig? Or? I don't want to watch this. <laughs> All right, moving on. If you uh, bet, if you bet this game, you have to pay attention to it. <laughs> Fair. Uh, last game, and then you you probably are sick of staring at the cowboy uniforms anyway. No, I'm uh, I'm done with that. I just I cannot believe like when they are three and five. Yeah. Oh God. It's, yeah, I'm done with this. We're moving on. I, I mean, yeah. With the with the, with the Panthers six and two, I at least have the explanation of oh Cam was playing with one arm after yeah. that six and two game, right? It was. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was that play against Pittsburgh when he got busted up. Yes. Oh, I'm yeah. quite certain that was it. Yep. Yeah, and that that was the that was the when they got drubbed on Thursday night, and then it was all downhill for them from there. So yeah, at least there's the at least there's the explanation on my end of Cam Newton was trying to play. The explanation is arm. the trade that was mocked by basically every single football observer. Yeah. Turned out to be something that literally rescued the Cowboys season. True. And but it's going like, to go down as a fantastic trade for them. I and don't know about why. Because Cooper's had like 50 yards combined in the last two weeks or something. Yeah. Like, but they, they, there were, there were some, like, they do, there's no way they win the Philadelphia game without True. him. Yeah. There's no way they win the Washington game. There, there are, like, and hey, if they lost one of those games, I'd be sitting pretty right now. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. So, right. that, that trade cost me. That trade it's, cost me. It was me. still a bad trade, even if it, even if it got them to the playoffs this year. But well, you know what? They're going to have to resign way. Jason Garrett and. You know they'll be worse off for it. So yeah, I'm just uh, from from this perspective. If the Cowboys win a playoff game, like then all of a yeah. sudden this they're setting to Oakland. Mm-hmm. That that draft pick is sitting 25th overall. True. Yeah. Like okay. Like well, if you're Oakland, you don't really care because you need help everywhere. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that from <laughs> Dallas's perspective. Yeah. Like yeah, would they have point. got a more valuable dude at that particular spot? I'm not so sure. Well, yeah. When they made that trade, it did look like that pick was going to be like 15th or something. Exactly. Like that, right? Exactly. Yeah. True. Uh, last game of the one o'clock slate. Real burn burner, you guys. Atlanta heading to Tampa Bay. Atlanta getting the road favorite minus one. What do you think, Bill? I like Atlanta. These are two terrible defenses, so give me Matt Ryan. Laying the one on the road. How do you? What do you think, Craig? Noted, uh, noted Atlanta Falcons fan, Craig Needles. <laughs> I hate this team. Uh, yeah, I, I, I still would take Atlanta here. Um, they, 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 it looked like they were still caring about whether or not they, they won or lost games this past week. I, I, I don't know what Atlanta's line is going to be as far as it's over under for next season, but. Uh, uh, they're they're not as bad as they've shown this season. They've got more talent on the roster than it shows, and uh, I think that we will see that next season. Still ninth in offensive DVOA, despite a couple of things not going their way. Um, and they should, we would think, have a relatively nice draft pick in order to augment their defense a little bit coming up here. Yeah. 
Um, best matchup of the one o'clock slate has to go. Oh, wow. They they put the they they put the the dud games yeah. in this and put all the other the the more fun ones at four twenty five. The one I'm most interested in seeing, I'm thinking, is Washington Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Just because Washington's played pretty well a couple of weeks in a row here, Philadelphia's got a lot on the line, obviously. Oh, sorry, that, they they moved that game to four. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. Ugh. Yeah, the one. I feel like Atlanta Tampa Bay is going to be the most fun. You got an over under of over fifty. You know, yeah, like, yeah I guess so. Looking at a lot here. Yeah, we got Miami Buffalo, Houston, Houston Jacksonville. You basically get to watch Lamar Jackson play. That's pretty much it. Detroit Green Bay, nothing there. Uh, New England, something to play for, but you know, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even going to dignify this one o'clock slate by announcing a marquee matchup. So moving on to the four o'clock slate. Um, Uh, Honestly, just a a quick thought. mm -hmm. If you're interested in how the NFL shapes up in 2019, is New Orleans, Carolina, what you're paying attention to at one o'clock? I think so. Yeah, because you're going to get a lot of Trey Bridgewater. That's all Mm -hmm. I'm saying. Yeah, fair. I think most people are cheering for that guy to do well. I, I I know I am. Um, Cleveland heads to Baltimore. Baltimore minus five and a half right in the Vegas zone at home. Cleveland, as Craig mentioned earlier, this is most likely their Super Bowl. Um, getting a chance to stick it to the team who stole their franchise, if you're uh, from the city of Cleveland. Lamar looking pretty good. Baker looking even better. Baker looking even better. This is a fun matchup, I gotta say. I love this game. I'm yeah. so excited for this, and I'm taking the Browns in five and a half. I I agree. I'm I doing think, it. I think they're gonna be one of my five because I don't. I, I think yeah. Cleveland is so much better than than people realize. Um, Baltimore. I mean, Lamar Jackson is 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 yeah. They let him unleash it with the arm a little bit last week, and he was throw. He was just dropping in some some nice teardrops in the bucket. Nothing really deep downfield, but they gave him some tight windows, and he fit he fit the ball like nicely into some tight windows. Um, that one pass to the tight end who who got loose for the score was mm-hmm. mm, that was lovely. Um, that was a fun game. That yeah, was a really fun game. The the John Harbaugh coaching other teams next year uh, quickly dissipated. Um, that's not going to happen. But uh, you gotta love Baker Mayfield staring down Hugh Jackson after literally everything he did. Oh, I last love that week. Oh man, that was glorious. Because you just know that uh, Hugh Jackson was an asshole who was like blaming Baker for why they weren't winning too. Right? Oh, yep. that old, God. oh, that was uh, that was glorious. I love it. Uh, I love Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I'm just, and I said it. I said that I think he's the best quarterback in the class. I said that before this draft started, mm-hmm. or before that draft happened last year, and I I stand by that today. And I think that uh, through one year, I think that he's been the best guy by far. Mm-hmm. Um, but give me Cleveland this week. That defense is athletic. That defense has been good lately. Yeah. They're finding some athletes on the outside. They're finding ways to to use some of those athletes uh, on offense. I will take so- Cleveland, and I love Cleveland for next season. Mm-hmm. Ton of cap space. They should have a good. Well, I, they, they've drafted well. They've got some draft assets, obviously. Give me the Browns. Are we sure this Ravens team isn't really good? That's a great question, Bill. I think they, I think they yeah. are. I think they're good. I just think the Cleveland's good too. Yeah. I like, uh, like more, the Ravens uh, beat the Chargers by twelve at home. Yeah. Baltimore, now they're playing I mean, the Browns in Baltimore. Baltimore may win this game. I just think it's going to be by a field goal, which is why I like Cleveland. Yeah, take your points and, and run if you think so it's going to be close. Just take your points, and you're getting points with a good team. Like I, we don't get to say that that often with the Cleveland Browns, but they're, they're a good team, man. They 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 really are. And if they didn't piss away the first half of the season with Hugh Jackson, who knows? Who knows? They might. This game might be for them getting in the playoffs. If if they didn't, if they didn't, just like I don't know why. I, I don't know what the thought process was in bringing bringing back the coaching staff and head coach of a team that went 0 and 16 last season. I just I, I that boggles my mind. If Cleveland went in with a set like we've seen what they're doing with Greg Williams, who by the way is barely a semi competent coach, and I really hope they're not thinking about hiring him as their full time head coach. Which, but you know, there there are those rumors. And yeah, if they just didn't. Go into the season with Hugh Jackson as the quarter as the quarterback as the head coach. This game would be for the division. Yeah, if the Steelers and Browns hadn't tied Week One and Pitts and and Cleveland had won. Yeah, and, and you have to flip one tie to a win. The yeah. Browns are eight and seven. The Ravens are nine and six, and the Browns have a chance to take the tiebreaker from them this week. 
Yeah, it would. It's just it's so mind-boggling if they just didn't start Hugh Jackson. But uh, I mean, point taken, Bill. I because th- I think this th- this Baltimore team where is their defensive DBO? They are number two. They're second behind Chicago, which checks out. You know, in ter- which pat that passes the eye test as well, quite frankly. Um, and some of their losses this year, like they they almost mm-hmm. beat the Chiefs, they almost yes. beat the Saints, they. I mean, they lost to the Browns, mm-hmm. which is concerning. But again, that was early in the season, and I think they've been playing great football, man. Yeah, they they are the team. Although this is the time of year where where uh, we say this about virtually every team that makes the playoffs. But Baltimore, they do. You don't want to face them in the playoffs, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like we say that about literally every yeah. team. But Baltimore, I, Baltimore, I think is the actual example of that team because that defense can clamp down on you and baltimore is an example of it they're going to go somewhere probably Mm -hmm. and everyone's going to be like okay they should be able to get by baltimore and that's going to be the one that screws you you know yeah yeah what uh sorry go ahead Kirk. if they're if they're just if they're coming into your place if the ravens are coming into your place their formula for trying to beat these big teams is Mm -hmm. is pretty obvious we're going to control the clock we're going to play good defense and we're going to hope that uh we can win a close one yeah, like John Harbaugh, a few days like like I remember going into the watching them play that Chiefs game, and I was just like the layman version of John Harbaugh just looking at the thing, going, "Huh, seems like they score every time." What about this no. strategy? Hold on, sit, hold on, one sec. What if? What if? Hold on. What if we had the ball more than they did? <laughs> like, like that was basically just don't talk crazy. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> you're talking crazy, Scoey. But uh, yeah, that was that was it. And yeah, it's 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 there for Baltimore, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I still like the five and a half of Cleveland this week because I think they're playing some really great football themselves. Um, yeah. What is Baltimore's uh, overall playoff situation, Craig? Do you know that off the top of your dome? Baltimore's playoff situation is as follows: If they beat the Cleveland Browns this week, they are the NFC North champions. Mm-hmm. If they lose this football game, they will. And Pittsburgh beats Cincinnati the Baltimore team will be eliminated because the only other way they could get in, well, they wouldn't be for sure eliminated. They would get in if the Colts and Titans tied. Oh, yeah, that weird scenario. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, no, no. They still wouldn't get in if the Colts and Titans uh, tied because they'd be 9-7. and seven. Uh, The weird, the, the Colts and Titans tie weird oh, one is... Pittsburgh has the tie. Because yeah. Pittsburgh already has a tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the moral of the story is this. Um, Baltimore basically has to win this game. If they lose this game, they're done. Okay. Or at the very, uh, at the very least... Uh, they'd have a, they'd be, ho- they'd be cheering for the Bengals to win in Pittsburgh, and I'll tell you that uh, that's that's not what I'd want to be doing if I were them. If they want to control their destiny, they gotta win. Yeah, that that, that that's that's exactly it. They either win or they hope that the Bengals win in Pittsburgh, and those are their only two ways to get in the playoffs. Probably just go ahead. Because if they, if if they lose and Pittsburgh wins, it doesn't matter what the Colts and Titans do; they're just cooked. Now, several weeks ago on this podcast, we hypothesized that this next game could potentially reach the three-touchdown mark on the spread as far as, like, if, the caveat of if Kansas City needed to actually win this game. Uh, I believe that they do. They very much do. If they if they lose to Oakland and the Chargers beat Denver, the Chiefs are going to Baltimore in round one. Yeah, that's the likely outcome here. The after this season of being so good, the mm-hmm. the possibility of the Chiefs not having a home playoff game is insane. But if they lose to the Raiders, that's something that will happen. The Chiefs, I would think, we are are not losing to the Raiders. So I'm a little perturbed that this line is only thirteen and a half. And is it? Yeah, because- I, I, you have to bet Kansas City. Is it because the Oakland Raiders are actually playing somewhat competently the last couple of weeks? Yes, Craig? that's that's what it is. I think that makes a difference. This line should still be at least two touchdowns. Uh, no, I'm I'm taking the Chiefs here, and like I know that taking the team minus thirteen seems silly. I'm taking the Chiefs here and laughing all the way to the bank. The Chiefs are going to be up by twenty one points at the end of the first quarter. Interesting, because I the Bengals covered that spread, so. Mm. Because I feel the opposite. I feel like you got to take Oakland here. Now, I still think Kansas City is going to win this game, but I think there's backdoor cover potential here because the Chiefs' defense is, uh, how do you say, uh, not good. Well, 
So I'm 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 more in the Oakland camp, and Oakland played them pretty tough last week. Now I realize, or not last week, but a few weeks ago, and it was in Oakland. But yeah, I just I just think that uh, I, I think spread wise, you got to take Oakland here because you, you're getting the 13 and a half, and I just think they'll they'll backdoor cover it. Oakland okay. scored 33 on yeah. Kansas City. I mean, that's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I I'm, don't. How are the Raiders going to stop? Like, Kansas City left points out there in that game, and they scored forty. Yeah, and they could have they could have had fifty plus pretty easily. Uh, I'm I'm still taking Kansas City. I think they're just I think they're going to have no trouble scoring points in this game, none. Mm-hmm. And I understand thirteen and a half is a lot. I get that. This line should be at least a few points higher. I think I think the over, and you know me, I don't go suggesting the over too often on on the. On the podcast, but I, I kind of like the over at fifty-two and a half. I, th- I, th- I thought we'd be looking at fifty-five for this game, so I'm a little, I'm a little, I feel like I'm getting a couple points there, so I might take the over on, on Oakland, Kansas City. Um, anything to add on the minus thirteen and a half, Bill? No, um, I, I, I want to say I favor Kansas City, um, but yeah, the fact that Kansas, I mean, I know their defense isn't great, but Kansas City's got something to play for. You said right. Yes. Just to lock up another home. Lock up yeah. the one seed. They need they yeah. need to win. So I could see them coming out there and, and slinging the ball around a little bit. So I, I think I like Kansas City more, but I'm not passionate. Chicago is heading to Minnesota to take on your boys, Bill. Mm-hmm. And Minnesota is minus four and a half. This line earlier was Minnesota minus seven and has now been bet down. Uh, because I believe Chicago has to try at least until they see what's going on. Basically, if Chicago wins and the Rams lose, yeah. Chicago gets a bye in round one of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's likely the Rams lose to the 49ers at home. It's possible, mm-hmm. but not likely. Either way, the Bears at least have something to play for in this game. There were obviously scenarios pretty clearly where they would not have, depending on how certain things shook down, but they have something to play for in this game. I like Chicago getting the points in a game that I assume they will be trying for at least most of the way. What do you think, Bill, with your team laying the four and a half? I was ready to bet on Minnesota all year, every week. I like Chicago this week. Um, I think if you do find a Minnesota gets a W out of this, it's a hard-fought, close game with a last-second field goal. Um, so, so I'll take a few points. Aren't Aren't we worried, though, about this scenario? And I think it's possible. Matt Nagy and friends are jogging in the locker room at halftime, and it's it's, yeah. it's Bears 10, yeah. Vikings 7. And they look up, and they see Rams 21, 49ers nothing. Um, what? Like, if, if you're Matt Nagy and friends, like, is Khalil Mack out there in the second half? Like, if, if I am, no, he's not. Because why? No, I, I agree with you. If that is indeed the scenario... But I don't think I think you could do some sort of you can do some fun parlay stuff here Mm -hmm. where you parlay the 49ers minus 10, the Viking, uh, the 49ers plus 10, the Bears plus four and a half. And I I, I think think you're probably right. But let's be honest, it's more likely you look up and you see, you know, the Rams are up by 13. Nothing where you'd ever quit on a game. You know? Yeah, but there's a difference between quitting on a game and thinking to yourself, we're in the playoffs no matter how this goes. And, yeah, you want the bye. Of course you want the bye. But you're not quitting on a game. You're not saying, okay, we're going to the Vikings scoring every play. But you're not risking the health of your most important guys Let for a wing and a prayer. Let me script on you for a second. Let's say they're up by 13 and they take Khalil Mack out of the game. Um, and then San Francisco scores two quick touchdowns. And, and you can put, be then you can put Mac back in for the rest of time. No, no. Uh, well, yeah, if you're costing yourself a buy, I suppose. I don't think that the Niners are that explosive. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe you just you you, you just play it out. I but I, I just think that, and and maybe we'll get to this because because that here. cuts both ways. Yeah, yeah. Let's say that it is this 21 nothing version of the and game Khalil that I presented, and, yeah. and Khalil Mack gets hurt in a cup block, or Mitch Trubisky gets smoked from behind by Anthony Barr, whatever it happens to be, and you're playing Chase Daniel week one of the playoffs. People are going to be like, "Well, what the hell were you doing? Why is he out there?" No, yeah, so, you, yeah, you're right. If it, I mean, if it's twenty-one nothing, they're probably out. I just, 
I, I am, you know, we'll talk about all this when we get to San Francisco, Los Angeles. I just don't think it will be, to be honest with you, because uh, in Kyle Shanahan, I trust. And Nick Mullins has basically been the play-action god of the, well, play-action god. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan's been the play-action god, and and, uh, and Nick Mullins has been the conduit through which his <laughs> through which his greatness is, is realized so far in the season. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, I think, San Francisco, who has been playing so frisky, I think they're going to keep it close in that game with the Rams, and I and I love Frisco in the in the uh, in the ten points that they're getting against Los Angeles. Um, that being said, I like Chicago from a betting perspective because I also like. I wouldn't be surprised if we see that like so, like even in the scenario that you present, Craig, where let, let's say San Francisco's up twenty-one nothing at halftime. Let's say or the, the Rams. Score, or the sorry, Rams. Rams. Sorry, yeah. sorry. You're right. Correct. The Rams. Um, and in that scenario, let's say that the score is also 10-3 Chicago or 10-7 Chicago. Yeah. I don't know. Chicago just has that defensive Motown or not Motown like Chi Town mentality of let's go out there and bruise them because most likely they're gonna have to play Minnesota next week, right? Yeah. The only way that so Chicago's playing. I, I, the, there's are all sorts of variables here, mm-hmm. but if if Chicago doesn't get the bye, they're either playing the six seeded Vikings mm-hmm. or the six seeded Eagles. But that means Chicago wins, the Rams win, and the Eagles win. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that Chicago's not playing the Vikings next week. Yeah. So. Yeah, and uh, man, if you're Chicago, would you rather play Minnesota or would you rather play the Eagles, Craig? <laughs> Probably Minnesota. Yeah, I don't think you want to go up against it. Don't let Nick Foles get in the playoffs, everybody. Don't let it happen. That, that yeah, uh, probably Minnesota. That said, like, because like, here's the other thing for this game with a four and a half, and I don't know if this is going to happen, but you know, weird stuff happens in the NFL. I don't think this is likely. And the Vikings aren't going to rest anyone, no matter how this game goes. Mm-hmm. But how the second half looks and what they do, if Washington is up by two scores in the fourth quarter. The Vikings know they can't really improve the situation no matter what. Yeah, so maybe they pull their guys, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just spitballing yeah. here, but Sounds it's just it's it's a, it's a weird situation where what you have on the line can change based on things that are happening thousands of miles away. Yeah. So that's why I am going to put all of that stuff aside, and I'm just going to take what I think is the better team getting points. So yeah, I don't know. Call me call me crazy. Call me let's simple, just, like, but let's just say this game is being played in week ten. Yeah, Mi- Chicago at Minnesota. What's the line? I think uh, if this was week ten, I think Chicago would be getting three point uh, three point road. I think they'd be a three point road favorite, and really? I and I'd be. I think it'd here. be a pick. You think so? I think I think yeah. Chicago would be the three point road favorite. Well, you're saying week ten. If it was like week fourteen, maybe there. Uh, if it was two weeks ago. Maybe I think Chicago might be getting a three, and then I'd be on this podcast talking about how you got to take Minnesota as the home dog. So uh, what a fickle bastard I am as far as uh, as far as betting. Well, goes. you're talking about touchdown swings, for sure. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati's heading to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is laying 14 and a half. Bill, uh, can you conjure up a reason to bet on either side of that football game? I cannot. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to. I'm not laying 14 points, but I'm not betting on the Bengals, and those are kind of my two options here. Yeah, and um, so beat up and not playing well. Yeah. It's an awful combination. I think I'll take Pittsburgh before the Bengals, but still, I, I don't want to lay 14 points. Yeah, no reason to. I mean, I guess one of the things you would say is Cincinnati, what the hell have they got to play for? And Pittsburgh's got everything to play for with a win here, but... Even so, and the, the Bengals yeah. like they're so the Bengals bad. are sending out Jeff Driscoll yeah, and they're so a bunch of other backups. Hurt. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, maybe you think about taking Pittsburgh, but I'm just, regardless of the situation, I'm just not laying 14 and a half points. It's just not going to be able to do it. Uh, anything to add to this one, Kirk? No, I, I, I'm going to try to stay away from this because that's that's too many points. Hmm. Even though, like you said, the Bengals have nothing to play for. And if you can see any team saying, you know what, I'm mailing this in this week, it probably is the Bengals, but Mm. weird stuff happens. The Philadelphia Eagles are heading to Washington to take on the Redacteds. Philadelphia length six and a half on the road in a divisional matchup, and Washington can still make the playoffs, I believe. Can they not, Craig? 
No. No, they're out. Oh, okay, so they're playing spoiler this week. Uh, yeah, they're all the they're all they have to play for is wrecking things for the Eagles, which the, yeah. I think that will be a motivator. Now, mm-hmm. how much of a motivator is it with Josh Johnson as quarterback? I don't hmm. know. I mean, how much do the guys on the Washington team like Kirk Cousins? Yeah, jeez, um, that's part of this. Like, <laughs> like it is because yeah. they like they, if they win, Kirk Cousins is it, in the playoffs. In, yeah, you like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> what are the What are the Eagles scenarios for getting in? They need a bunch of crap to happen. They don't they? They, they don't. they need to win in Minnesota to lose. That's it. Oh, okay. Um, oh. All right. So it's not as bleak as I thought it was for for. If Philly. the Vikings had not had that tie against the Packers, if they had just won that game. Mm-hmm. The Eagles would already be eliminated. Weird. The fact that that's a tie. Yeah. The rarely. Yeah. Rarely does the tie end up screwing a team. Usually it's the other way, where it's the lack of loss has. Uh, you yeah, know. but the the Vikings have the tiebreaker on the Eagles head to head. So if the Vikings were nine and six and the Eagles were eight and seven and the Vikings are the tiebreaker, where this yeah. the Vikings are resting everybody this week. Yeah. So. Yet here we are. Um, here we are. Nick Foles. Can the Nick Foles magic keep rolling? Craig minus six and a half. Ah. Uh. I don't know. I uh, I really wish Houston just won that game last week, to be honest, because I would just I I want to I want to see the Patriots have to play two real playoff games before they get to the Super Bowl. God, that was um, for everybody. But if the Eagles was, go on a run and then beat the Patriots in the in the Super Bowl again, all will be forgiven, right? Yes, uh, <laughs> so. Um, uh, yeah, I do. Some I, sort I, of, I, I guess yeah. you have to take the Eagles, but I think Washington might keep this close, man. Yeah. But, I mean, they've really only got Adrian Peterson, though, on the offensive side of the I, ball. I get that. Johnson, though, like... He did some stuff, know, but, like... Yeah, he's, I, and he's, he's, like, but, he's got another week with the offense. The yeah. team seems to, like... The, the team seems to like the guy, and they still... Like, they're, they're still putting the effort, and they still want yeah. to be successful, so... I agree, but th- that said, when the game was on the line last week again in Tennessee, he had a shot and he sailed the ball like 17 yards yes. over the wide. You're right. No, it was, end, that right? so. that last two minutes was bad. But you know what? That was like Johnson played well enough to win that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made some questionable calls on defense, which is something DJ Swearinger brought up, and this yes, is something that goes through the. Uh, don't pick Washington category. DJ Swearinger brought that up, and he got cut for it, despite the fact that he's been one of their best players on defense this season. Yeah, he basically brought up the fact that, like, why the hell were we not being aggressive on defense? Yeah, we're, and... we're going against Blaine Gabbert. Maybe yeah. we should just him beat us. Yeah, let, to... let the big dogs eat, right? Yeah, yeah. and it was just, yeah, yeah, upsetting. So that's definitely a reason to not pick Washington. So mm-hmm. I think I go with the Eagles here, but I, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if the Washington team kept this game competitive. Uh, anything to add on that one, Bill? No, I, I like the Eagles more, but uh, basically just because I think they're a better team. So, no. Chargers are heading to Denver to take on your boys, Craig, and the Chargers are laying six and a half. How do you feel about this one? I feel as though Vance Joseph is going to get fired as soon as the clock's hit zero, no matter what. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a victim of Black Monday, I believe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I don't think there's going to be a lot of Bronco players that are all that sad about it. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I want the Chargers here. The Chargers have something to play for if they win. The, the Chargers could be the number one seed in the AFC if yeah, they win there in Kansas. Are scenarios, yeah. That's that. That's all they need. They don't need anything else to happen. They win, Chiefs lose. They're the number one seed in the AFC. Um, all that being said, I will. Um, I will take the Chargers. Hmm. Uh, how hard do you think your guys, your boys, will be playing this week? Um, that's a good question. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like you know, losing Philip Lindsay is a problem. Uh, yeah. So they may be playing hard, but I just don't know how they're going to move the ball. Even if they're they're trying as hard as they gosh darn can, they've had so many injuries in offensive on the offensive line, which has been huge. Um, and and they've had some real problems since Emmanuel Sanders went out too, moving the ball. Um, I think they might be playing hard, but I just don't think it matters. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Chargers minus six and a half. Anything to add on this one, Bill? No, I, I think I take the Chargers here. Um. They're going to win this game. And Denver has just not been good. So give me the Chargers. I'll, I'll lay the points. 
All right. Three games left on the NFL regular season for us. Uh, San Francisco, we talked about this just a little bit already, is heading to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Rams laying 10 at home. I like the San Francisco 49ers. I think for whatever reason, Kyle Shanahan is... Well, sorry, like not for whatever reason, but Kyle Shanahan is is a is a brilliant coach. He's scheming it so well. He's got Nick Mullins looking like he should probably be starting for an NFL team next year. And then when he goes to play for, say, Tampa Bay, who's always my they need a quarterback punching bag, um, he's not going to look as good because he's not going to be, you know, Kyle Shanahan might just be the quarterback whisperer. Um Getting him all these great looks and play action. Uh, I, I, for whatever reason, the San Francisco 49ers have been playing themselves out of a nice draft pick with some some great play over the last few weeks. Second year in a row that's happened. Yeah, and uh, yeah, here they are again. And I ultimately think the Rams will win this game. Todd Gurley, as Craig mentioned earlier in this podcast, I don't think he will be available for said game. Um, I just, the situation where if this was the playoffs this week, I think Gurley would be out there. True. But since it's not, exactly. and I, the the Rams, like based on how well C.J. Anderson played last week, mm-hmm. uh, I I can understand why the Rams would say, you know what, we can wait one more week and and make sure that Todd's really ready to go. And one of the all time great, like like stuff like this, is the reason why I quit playing fantasy football. But Todd Gurley getting scratched as a four o'clock game two hours before, <laughs> like in the middle of the one o'clock games when half of the guys are like locked up and you can't use them anymore. Oh God! I'm hey, you should have had C.J. Anderson. I guess, yeah, but hey, like it's just, be prepared. Yeah, it's just funny to me that I'm just like, wow, that's hilarious. I just, man, I would not play. Uh, it's just one of the many reasons I quit playing fantasy football. Uh, but, yeah, I, th- I think the Rams will ultimately win this game and get whatever's coming to them as far as seeding-wise goes. But uh, I-, I like the Rams to keep it, or I like the Niners to keep it close and cover the spread. What do you think, Bill? I, I... No Matt Burita, by the way, for the Niners, and that matters. Oh yes, really? It's true. Yep. So who's who's next in line? It'll be Jeff Wilson, who, if you have ever played Madden Arcade, I believe has been stricken with fumbleitis, and <laughs> and uh, Alfred Morris, who, if you ever played Madden Arcade, I believe Jeff, Alfred Morris is in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, a good game. We should bust that out and play. That is that is a good game from like 2010. Yeah. We should bust that out for the Super Bowl and uh, yeah. and play yeah, it around again. Yeah, dust off my old Xbox. Um, I think I go with the Niners here. I'll take the points. Yeah, I agree. As I said earlier, and Craig, I believe you enjoyed the Rams. Uh, yeah, I like. I understand. You know, Shanahan's a good coach. He's a smart coach, but eventually. You know, he's got Nick Mullins, a quarterback, and the weapons are quickly dwindling uh, because that's just what happens in an NFL season. I would uh, I would be taking uh, I'd be taking the Rams. I just think they're going to be able to score quite a few points here. Um, take the Rams. Uh, last game of the four o'clock slate, the Arizona Cardinals head to Seattle. Seattle is laying 13 and a half at home. Uh, lots of rumors swirling around Steve Wilkes right now, who I think will most likely be a victim of Black Monday. Um, man, how many coaches are we looking at getting fired? Probably Wilkes, Joseph, Tampa Bay's guy. I would think you'd want to go. Shiana's got to go. Atlanta's guy's probably got to go. Or maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I think, I think you look at that and say, Hey, our defense just got destroyed with injury this year in the middle. And, you know, you move along and let uh, let Quinn keep his job. Jackson. Uh, apparently, they've already said Doug Marone's going to be back, which I, I think is not the right decision. But here we are. Um, maybe it's not going to be as bad as we thought. Cincinnati. Possibly, but uh, every year we have this discussion, and every year we are left wanting. Um, Adam Gates, Greg. How about that? Todd Bowles, I think, is going to... Uh, Adam Gates might get fired. Todd Bowles might get fired. Todd Bowles has probably got to go. I think he's got to go. You've got to get an offensive coordinator, an uh, offensive mind in there to help Darnold yeah. along. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, we're a handful of guys. We're looking at probably three to five guys that uh, yep. that are that are likely gone. Um, Seattle minus 13 and a half. What do you think, uh, Bill? I think... God, I hate laying that many. I, I think I take the points. I think yeah. I take here's the, the thing: here. Seattle, like all they can play for is seating. 
Yeah. Like either they're going to Chicago in the unlikely scenarios. They're either going to Chicago or to Dallas in round one. Mm-hmm. Um, is is that really something that you're going to be getting up and ready to go for? Now, obviously, the Arizona team pro- has literally nothing to play for, but it's not as though Seattle is going to be calling all their best plays and putting everything on the if, line. If they, wait, what is the scenario? If they win, they go where? And if they lose, they go where? If they win, they're at Dallas round one. If they lose and the Vikings win, the Seahawks are going to Chicago in round one. Uh oh. I mean, I don't know about how you guys feel, but I'd much rather be at Dallas than at Chicago. So would I. Yeah. So would I. Yeah, but, and I think so Vegas that's agrees with play. you. Yeah, Vegas probably agrees with you based on the 13.5-point spread we're getting. I'm not sure how much of that is they think Seattle's going to be trying to get Dallas and how much of it is Arizona <laughs> flat-out sucks balls. Yeah, but, and I uh, think that's it, too. The Seahawks may win this game by 14 points without without using their best plays. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's it's so... Yeah, stay away from me, because like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like the aforementioned Todd Gurley, we hear stuff like Seattle not playing all, most of their guys like an hour before the game because they just flat-out don't care what, what their seed is, right? Yeah, so there's that for me. So I, I have this one as a stay away. What do you think, Greg? Uh, yeah, it's a stay away for me, too. It's too many points. The Sunday night... And Arizona's quitting. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. No, it's still, still too many bad. points. Yeah. The yeah. Sunday nighter flexed in there because it was the only game where both teams absolutely, positively, no races, triple, mega double stamp have to play in this football game. The Colts and Tennessee. This is the only game where both teams have, uh, like, Minnesota, Chicago, mm-hmm. to a lesser extent, there's stuff on the line for both teams. Yeah. This is the only other game where both teams have yeah. anything to play for. It's a, it's a and, and as you said, in Chicago, Minnesota, there are scenarios where teams check the you know check their phones at halftime and go all yeah, right but you, if you, you put you chicago minnesota at night and the rams have already won guess yeah. what chicago has nothing to play for exactly Everybody's exactly so they, they had to put this game at night yeah absolutely had to put this game in at night and uh unfortunately it's two teams you know like tennessee is uh, take it from a guy who watched a lot of tennessee titans football this year because he had bet on their under um, they're horrendous, and <laughs> they're gay. They're, the, the mere fact that they are playing for a playoff uh, makes me want to vomit in terror. But this is the wild, wild card game between the Colts and the Tennessee. Basically, winning in, Colts laying three on the road. The game is in Tennessee. Um, I personally would much rather see the Colts in the playoffs. I think in a, an extra game with Andrew I, Luck and Frank I couldn't Reich. agree more. That's, I think that's a much better scenario, much better outcome for everybody. Uh, Colts at Texans. Mm-hmm. First week of the playoffs actually sounds pretty fun to me. Um, yeah. The Titan. No, I don't. I'm like, I don't know, but isn't this the sort of game that this, the, the Marcus Mariota Titans teams have all just won. Yeah. And you know? he, yeah. Okay. He practiced a little today, despite, uh, I believe yep. having a broken everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> neck and foot. I'm like, yeah, those are things you don't want to have 100% healthy when you're playing a football game. Neck and foot. But um, I I would be shocked. Per- personally, I'd be shocked if, if Marcus Mariota was not under center for this Titans game. Now, will he finish the game under center? I don't know. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. I still want – I still want – I think the Colts are going to win this game mm. by more than a field goal. Uh, Bill. Anything to add on this one? Colts laying through. I like the Colts. The Colts they started off pretty bad, um, but they've they've got it together in the last little while, and they've played they've played a couple good games. Um, other than the like, since that I, Jacksonville they, game is a bizarre result. Yeah, like, other, than other than that, than the last game, eight weeks they've been fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and the Jacksonville was was an all time trap game. Now the zero points obviously sticks out like a sore thumb, but that was an all time trap game because they had Houston the next week, right? Yep. And, yep. And, uh, and I believe I said that on the podcast. I was like, watch out. We love the Colts now, but this is a trap game. And, uh, again, but I, in my wildest dreams, I never would have thought shut out. But, uh, no. but there's that. Um, but, yeah, another... they're, so what are they, seven for eight in the last eight weeks? Like, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, they – so they had that loss against Jacksonville. And before that, their most recent loss was on October 14th uh, yes. uh, on the road against the Jets. Yeah. The week four matchup, I believe it was week four, because I think it kicked off the Houston winning streak. Was that weird? Frank Reich yep. decided to go for it or go yep. for it or try to field goal or something that that 
That's right. That one. Which I still think that was the, the correct decision at the time, but that's not here to there. I, I, it was so risky, though, because like, basically he decided he, – he thought that Lamar – or not Lamar, Deshaun Jackson couldn't get down uh, – Sean Watson, sorry. Deshaun yeah. Watson couldn't get down the field in, in, in time because there was only like a 30 seconds left or some nonsense. Yeah. And uh, if he had just taken the tie, though, uh, they would be in the playoffs right now, would they not? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, no, no, sorry. They would not be in the playoffs right They'd now. They'd still have to the, play this. Yeah. They, would still have, they would still have to, like, the winner of this. It would, they'd still be a, in a win-and-in situation, yes. Mm-hmm. Now... The Colts would be in a situation where they would win and then be first in the AFC South if they won the game. Mm-hmm. As if, but that's a whole different. Uh, that's obviously a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so they, the yeah. The moral of the story is they the the winner of this game is in. The loser of this game is not. Unless this game is a tie, mm-hmm. in which case the Pittsburgh if Pittsburgh and Baltimore both win this game and this game ends in a tie. Pittsburgh gets in as the wild cards uh, in the wild card spot in the AFC, which would be one hell of a thing. Yeah, if Baltimore wins, they're in and Pittsburgh's out, right? Correct. Unless this uh, game unless is this weird tie. tie. Yeah, unless this weird tie. So yeah, so Baltimore wins, then Pittsburgh has to hope this game ends. In a Pittsburgh, tie. Has to, Pittsburgh fans have to watch the night game and hope for a tie. Which, like, could you imagine having to do that? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do it. I'd just be like, if I wake up tomorrow and the team's in the playoffs, great. But, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, you yeah. know what? I think you bet everything you own on a tie. Not a payout <laughs> so huge. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but tie. Uh, yeah, that would be a significant payout. I. Uh, I don't know. I think that if it gets down to the very last play of overtime, I think that if you're Frank Reich and Mike Vrabel, you just flip a coin and whichever team wins the coin toss, you're just like, all right, we're going to let you score. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, There's no way both of us are missing the playoffs. Let's yeah. just figure something. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So that's it for – that puts a cap on the regular season of 2018 for us, you guys. How do you feel about what we accomplished over the last 17 weeks? <laughs> so proud. I, I am. I am too. I'm. I'm just happy to be. Like, no matter what happens, if I go 0 and 5 this week, which knock on wood that I don't, I can. I can not dip. I'll have at least a, an exactly 500 season. So, so there's that. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to stay way over 500 and, and have a pretty good week. Uh, classic Matt Pierce taking all of the dogs this week. Uh, can't help myself in a week where I'm not sure if everybody's gonna be playing at all times of the of the the week. So or all times of the day on Sunday. So uh, I was big on San Francisco, so I'm going to take them plus the 10. I'm going to tie that to Chicago plus the 4.5 and, and hope that somehow everything works out for me. Um, I'm going to take the Jets. I'm going to take the points with the Cleveland Browns, and I'm going to take Oakland. I'm looking for a few backdoor covers this week, so uh, hopefully that sort of thing works out for me. Bill Needles in second place. Who you got? Let's see. I will take the Falcons. Because they're great. I'm going to go against you, and I'm going to take the Ravens. like them this week. Give me... Buffalo? And then... Damn, some of these I just don't know about. Uh, Give me the Saints. My faith in Bridgewater. And then... Yeah, let's do it. Let's go with the Colts. Bill taking all favorites. The antithesis of me, Craig Needles. Uh, Mine sounds a lot like Bill. Yeah, put a capper on the uh, on the regular season for us. I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking New Orleans Saints. Not quite like Bill, because I'm taking Cleveland. Uh, give me the Vikings. And I am taking the Colts as well. All right. There's three Jets. Plus two, two and a half, and New Orleans minus seven and a half. Yeah, so pretty much the it was like the five games where you can kind of be five you know plus ish games where you're like I think at least one of these teams will be trying the entire way. Mm-hmm. Uh, crossover podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com/slash/crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com/slash/crossoverpodcast. At uh, Empire Six is the Twitter account for this show, and uh, we are on iTunes. And as always, uh, please leave a uh, review, five stars only though. And as always on this show. You can uh, don't have to listen, but please download. Uh, we will be back next week talking about Wild Card Weekend, the three of us, once we settle down and figure out what uh, is going on with these matchups. And uh, at some point, maybe not next week, but probably the week after, 
we will be reviewing Aquaman, and I'm probably going to get a few more guys to come back on and talk uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse again because I want to talk about that movie because I saw it a second time and I have I have more thoughts on on the movie that I, I wish to express on on this podcast. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely be doing some uh, some comic book stuff soon. And uh, the Bachelor's coming back, Craig. Uh, All right. I, yeah, I believe we're a couple weeks away from the Bachelor because uh, yeah, it's it's not this week because this week is New Year's, so Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve is on on the Monday. But I believe the eighth or the seventh or whatever it is, the second, the first Monday of January is going to be yeah, the that's Bachelor uh, Very excited. Exciting times. Yeah, very excited to see what happens with this Colton Underwood season. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, uh, as always, Craig Needles, Bill Needles, it's a pleasure having you guys on and talking you, with you guys through these games. And uh, it uh, looks like only one of our teams is going to. Hopefully, we'll have at least one team <laughs> to talk about in being in the playoffs yeah, next week. So, uh, yeah, there's that. I, um, unless Philadelphia gets in, Bill, which I'm not going to lie, because I would, I would – the, the the Nick Foles thing. <laughs> I'm done. You know, like, I'm done with the Nick Foles thing. Sorry. I I've... am so not. Like, if they go on another run and then Philadelphia has to, like, make a weird decision on their quarterback. Like, like how far would Nick um, Foles have? My preferred ending of the Nick Foles situation is yeah. just, you know, second round, the playoffs, at the Superdome, and just, like, the world just collapses. Yeah. Maybe that's how this ends. Like how far would how far would Foles have to go for the Eagles in the off season to be like what what like the Eagles brass to just be like what the hell do we do with these two guys? NFC Championship or does he have to go? Does he have to I think they'd have to win again? the Super Bowl again. I think so. Hmm. All yeah. right. So there's that. Um. All right. That's it for us this weekend. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for doing this as always. Got it. Easy. All right. Take care, everybody. Yeah.